Well, I'm doing the intro. No, you're not. I'm going to be confused. Is it recording? Yes, it's now recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Swingdom. And uh, now people are really confused. We're going to have to cut all this out. Hello, everybody. This. this is the Legendary Tales podcast, and it is our 50th episode. Yay. Yay. So we're having a party, and I use that term really lightly due to the fact that it is 7.30 in the morning. You and incorrectly. You're not using it lightly. You're just using it. We're having it. a bit of party. You're just using it wrong. We're having a bit of a party. We all seem like we're in the mood for a party. Sarcastically? Uh-huh. Mm. I mean, it's uh, always a party because I'm here. Okay. Okay, so today, <laughs> as you've just heard, we have Ben here, we have Adam here, and we I'm have ben. me here. And I'm, and I'm the only one who did any research for this episode. Yes, he is. I did do some, but it turns out my episodes are a lot more... Um, Cut and ended. Ended than Adams. More, most more ended -er. More ended -er than Adams. Uh, so, I'm yeah. told not to. No, we're just here to have a chat. We're going to yeah, go back through some of our episodes and talk about what we've enjoyed, we're what we've ben learned. We're going to his favorite podcast episodes oh, yeah. are. Because <laughs> okay. he's definitely listened to any uh -huh. of our show. Uh -huh. And if those that don't know us, we are a podcast that goes and talks about everything that could be considered legendary. From the supernatural to the crowd to the positive, happy, biographical stories. Have we ever done a supernatural crime? Like, well, I see most of these supernatural... No, like an X-Files, like an X-Files, basically. <laughs> like, a, <laughs> where, like, uh, where the crime happened and everyone was like, I don't know, can't figure out anything normal that happened, so it must have been... Uh, Let's get Mulder on the case. Let's get David Duchovny on the podcast. No, but I do. think we said we were going to go back to our tr our supernatural roots next week. Supernatural true crime? So let's do supernatural true crime next week. Nice. That sounds great. And see where we end up. I'm very excited now. Okay, so I don't know. I think we're going to just talk. I've got all our episodes up here. We've cool. done 50. We're not quite at a year yet. Um, we're actually about six weeks off having recorded for a year. And... Our very, very first episode was where we introduced a legend that was close to home. Yes. Yeah. Home for between the two of us. Yes. So like where we grew up. We're not from the same place. No, we aren't. Really? We're not? <laughs> if people um, didn't know. So Adam did uh, Melon Heads and I did yeah. The Silent Pool. I assume there's been no updates on the Melon Heads of Ohio. No, because that sort of was just like, uh, and it's just like, like local folklore probably didn't stop existing. I'm sure people still know about them um like the the reddit page that i i uh i found when i was doing research yeah. for that episode uh still exists i mean it hasn't been active in yeah. like 18 years but eh. anyway it was a good episode not many people listened to it it was an okay it's episode. fine it's fine <laughs> we're still using the blue the blue yeah we mics. were working on it but the next episode is the one where i did it on the cecil hotel right and adam did slender man yeah Slender, man. That was a really fun episode. Um, but this was the first instance where Netflix listened to our podcast and decided to do a show on it. Really? The Slender Man one. No, oh, no, Cecil, Cecil Hotel. Hotel. Yeah. There's an entire series on it now. Yeah. Uh, it's suspicious. Netflix executives uh, that, I don't know, six out of the 50 episodes that we've recorded now have... Now are featuring on Netflix yeah. in some respect. And it's more suspicious because they're all the ones, that, all the topics that Dora chose. So obviously you're choosing favorites. <laughs> and that makes me upset. That's how the rich get richer. Yeah. By stealing podcast ideas from, from people you know, in England. On fairly well-known hotels that are creepy. What um, happens when people lock down? I guess everyone just had the same idea we did. I know. I, to be fair, I watched the Cecil Hotel 
thing on Netflix. Was it better than our podcast? <laughs> well, I mean, it covered, it was on for like four hours, which, to be perfectly How honest. you guys should do four hour episodes? There's not enough information about that. No, it seemed, it was very dramatized. I didn't love it. Okay. And I didn't learn anything new. Oh, that's a shame. Not really. So there we go. Couldn't update you on that one. Um, we'll get back to Crater Lake because Adam did his own. We're going to finish with a little. Yeah. Actual. Another another little blip, little legendary blip that I yeah. decided to, <clears throat> to do. And then we got to Loch Ness Monster, Loch Ness Monster where there oh, were five concern, uh, five confirmed sightings in 2020, including some new pictures. Is that up or down? From like your... So I watched one of the videos. Uh-huh. Um, it may be a log, but the Nessie Society are saying it was Nessie. Of course. Well, I mean, that's their job. Yeah. Um, and it was someone's webcam, and it was her second sighting in Nessie, and it was that was, year. Was it better than any other footage that they've had of that animal? I mean, did a big serpent come up to the camera and knock on the glass and go, well, that's all I'm we, real. That's what we need. If Nessie would just tell us she was real, it would really make everything easier for us. <laughs> Um, I also just for anyone interested will be hitting my mute button every once in a while because I managed to swallow coffee down the wrong pipe this morning so now I'm coughing like a crazy person I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look up this Loch Ness Monster but I looked up Nick Lost I like that you said that like you have never heard of it before <laughs> no I'm sorry. gonna look up this Loch Ness Monster thing I don't believe that anyone's ever seen that before I meant the society yeah yeah oh yeah then we should give them a call no so the footage see what dudes are the footage is like kind of, I I mean not, okay. It's a it's a it's a lake. Yeah. Yes. It's the Loch Ness. Yeah. It's definitely not a boat. Right. Because it's not like it sails into frame and uh -huh. then like does it come up out of the bottom? Comes like up out of the water, so it's definitely not a boat. And it bobs around. I think they've got like seven minutes of footage of this. Okay. Thing. Um, I would say that my biggest thing with it is there's no. Doesn't seem to be any evidence of it like rolling, mm -hmm. more just going up and down, bopping, ah, bump like a buoy. Yes, mm. log or a log or a log with a buoy on it. But I don't think logs generally sink and then come up again, do they? No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't think so. I don't know. Anyway, so that's the latest news on Nessie. Oh no, and actually, someone was out in a boat with radar equipment, and uh, they found some like ten foot thing underneath. It was some tourist boat that do a lot of trips anyway. Didn't they, wasn't there like a big snake thing living in the Loch Ness that wasn't Nessie though? At some point during the the whole thing, I never thought. I well, in the episode, we talked about how they'd use DNA evidence to prove that there were like these gigantic eely things living in yeah. it. Um, Which is somehow scarier. So. At one point. So there was some like 10 foot thing that this radar detective mm -hmm. person. Yeah, radar detective. <laughs> radar detection detective. Yeah, yeah. Um, found as he was swimming his boat across with some. He only had 12 tourists on it. Okay. Because it was COVID. Oh, right. Because it's Scotland. Because there's only 12 people who live in Scotland. Yeah. Um, and. Who visit Scotland. And Virtually. they found a pretty big thing. Thing this I saw the shot. I saw the pit. I saw the graph of the radar. It it definitely there was a blip change in the graph, but I am nowhere <laughs> near able to tell you what that means. If they dive if they didn't dive down to figure out what it was. I it doesn't count. I don't believe them. Yeah. So what we've come up with is while people are still seeing Nessie, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Th- there is still no more evidence than there was when I recorded that episode on Bay 15. Yeah. I think that that legend is going to carry on until that lake is drained. <laughs> cool. Then we did uh, Pegasus and the Garashadokuro. Yeah. Nothing's new on that. Those were legends from. Well, the, um, the, the that was the first creepy Japanese episode. Yeah. Um, and I that was the big skeleton thing, yeah, right? Yeah, I covered okay. that one, uh, that Japanese one, and um, that's actually a kind of new ish. I mean, like the original instances on like an ancient Japanese woodblock. Oh, yeah, but a lot of the instances of it in media now are in like new anime, so I mean, like, yes, old, but m- more popularized. Okay, and I think that's when we realized that Japanese has like this wealth of creatures you, from yeah. like from antiquity that are now sort of being reappropriated for uh, TV shows. Um, Mount Fuji's still there. Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. Until no. It uh, and then we get to Joan of Arc and D.B. Cooper, where Adam yeah. does have some hey. updates for us. I, jo- I don't have any on Joan of Arc. She's still dead. She died in 1492. <laughs> so this was a bit of a shame um, because there was a, a really long article written for Rolling Stone about one of the flight attendants. Um, and it was behind like an $8 paywall. So there was no way I was paying for that. Yeah, which has made Adam decide that we really should set up a Patreon. <laughs> yes, Patreon to pay for all of the, new, the online news. Because all the really good newspapers that write articles now have put up these huge yeah, paywalls. Yeah, and unfortunately the, the one newspaper that I do actually pay for hasn't like sourced this article yet. So I was unable to find much information out. Um, but there was some some new stuff happened in 2021 related to the D.B. Cooper case. Uh, the man, so we'll do a little bit of a recap. D.B. Cooper was a man. He went onto a plane. He called a woman over, and he's or the, not a woman. He called a flight attendant over and said he had a bomb. And he hey there, babe. And he was like, a big wink. I winked. You couldn't see that because this is an audio show. Um, and she came over, and he handed her a note that said, I have a bomb. And I want $200,000. Land the plane. I'm going to blow the plane up. So they landed the plane. Got him his money, and then at some point in between, like, New Mexico and, like, Oregon, like, basically the entire West Coast, he jumped out. Uh, The pilot didn't know when. um, No one knew when. And then he, like, disappeared into the woods and was never seen again, and he disappeared with, like, $200,000. And so it um, opened up this whole whole question of who is D.B. Cooper, did D.B. Cooper survive? And uh, this year, like, in January... Uh, Sheridan Peterson, who was at the time of his death, like the number one, what's the suspect. word? Suspect to be D.B. Cooper died. He passed away this oh, okay. year. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned him. I think I did. And I may have mentioned him in passing. And I really should have talked about him more because there was one investigator who said they were 98% certain that he was, he was D.B. Cooper. At one point he had written a letter to one of his friends and said, Actually, the FBI had good reason to suspect me. There were too many circumstances for it to be a coincidence. Um, he was an avid smoke diver, which is they're like the uh, wildlife firefighters who jump out of airplanes. Cool. They, they fly in really low and then they jump into fight fires. He's an avid parachuter, uh, a marine, like like recreational. Okay, parachuter. how is there not a TV show? Netflix. Here we go. I don't think how do- is there not a TV show about people that jump out of planes into wildlife fires to save baby animals? Uh, yeah, that would be really, really cool. No, honest, like 
I think we talked about this in the D.B. Cooper episode and that we sort of don't think D.B. Cooper was like a bad, like necessarily a no. bad person. He was just sort of like his letter didn't say like, I have a bomb. It said like, you the bomb. <laughs> you the bomb. Give me $20,000. <laughs> yes, he did threaten like a multi-million dollar company. Uh, give, but, me, give me 200 grand in your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't like, he didn't kill anybody. Um, he, he just seemed to do it for like the rush sort yeah. of. I mean, that's not like a great reason. to put Well, people. the money. Yeah. Maybe he was really desperate. Yeah, and that's not like a great reason to put people's lives at risk because when you, you know, depressurize an airplane at like 8,000 feet, that's not super great for the no. people inside. You think he had like an exit line? Well, weren't there any like... I'm, really, I'm a really cool guy. I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. And then he just jumped <laughs> out. <laughs> um, I hope he did. Um but so yeah, so Sheridan Peterson was a Marine during World War II. He was like a paramilitary. So he's been yeah. jumping out of planes forever. Yeah. Um, and he was a technical editor for Boeing at one point. So he was really knowledgeable okay. when it came to planes. Technically, do you have to have technical knowledge to hijack a plane? No, 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 no. But I, I think, don't think I that think that's that like I, a... No, I think it was more that his experience as a smoke diver and a parachuter yeah, and a seems, Marine. Yeah, that I seems think, more realistic. I think it was more that like, I think some people assumed that if D.B. Cooper survived and i think most evidence points to him having survived that he would possibly like quote unquote return to the scene of the crime and like would just get a job working for an airplane company i don't know but okay all right whatever that's a piece of evidence jimmy cooper never got on an airplane again <laughs> no he was done after that he drove everywhere <laughs> yeah. um do you have a relative that never drove that never got on a plane maybe there db cooper <laughs> um so everyone thought he was db cooper um yeah. It's never had any proof. I've got to say, it would be kind of fun for everyone to think you were D.B. Cooper. I think it would be, but I think it would also be not very good, not very fun, because, like, you just <laughs> would get harassed all the time by a D.B. Cooper, like... Enthusiast? Yeah, because yeah, like, you saw the... you were The article you were reading was the woman... Right, so I'm going to... A reason why that wouldn't be fun yeah. was Tina Mucklow, who was the... She was a new hire on the New Orient yeah. Airlines when uh, D.B. Cooper hijacked the plane. I mean, she... Recently opened up. She re she opened up the same month that Sheridan died. Yeah. So in January, she did. Was that a, coincidence? I don't think it was. Um, she did a big expose. Not, I don't know. Even know if it was an expose because I couldn't read the GD article. But she did an article in 2021 for the Rolling Stone. Um, and she was the one who basically communicated between the pilots and DB Cooper. Um, and after like during the investigation, she was very quiet. Like she was just sort of like. She wasn't unresponsive. She just sort of like said what she had to yeah, say. Yeah, gave there's a certain level of trauma. Gave well, yeah, gave the information and then was like, "Okay, I'm done. Like, quit involving me in this sort yeah. of deal." Um, I have a question. Yeah, if they had caught like DB Cooper in the last ten years, mm -hmm. do you think like he would have gone to jail? You think he would have just been under house arrest? You think they just would have been like they probably would have just put him under house arrest? Good, I would guess. Good job, mate. And we have that two hundred grand back now. Uh, there was so <laughs> much, so much more money than that. And that was the thing too. Was I think that they. I think after he jumped out of, he lost quite a bit of it. Yeah, they like found a, it. All. A young boy was like in the Pacific Northwest. He was on a camping trip with his yeah. parents, and he found like a bunch of money just yeah. like in a river. Mm -hmm. Like whether or not it was dropped there, or whether or if it washed down the river, like we don't really know. But like a but substantial amount of money, and the Cesario yeah. numbers all matched. Yeah, so we know it was um, people's money. But Tina Mucklow, who uh, who for like years after this, because of how quiet and sort of she wasn't withholding information didn't have a lot to say she was like people were constantly like, questioning her sanity and mm -hmm. like how fragile she was 
Um, and she like every like ten years they'd like track her down and harass her for an interview. Like tell us about DB Cooper, and she's like, I. Well, when you said it wasn't a coincidence that like she came out, I imagine like he I think died, she, in, and they were like, and they were yeah. like, okay, like who's our number? Like who's our number one source on the story? Right. Go, go interview them. Yeah, again. Yeah. And she said like for like for the last fifty years she's been like hounded by. Or else, and I'm gonna steal theorists. from a TV show we watch. She met DB Cooper on the plane. She fell in love with him. That was that is one of the theories. And she held leverage. on. She held on to his secret for all this time, and then unfortunately, when he finally passed away, she could come um, clean about her. Uh, well, I'll never know because I'll ne- I'm assuming that the article wasn't actually that interesting. I'm assuming it, I'm assuming it goes basically the same way every other interview. Yeah, or else they, it would have been picked up by all the news. Outlets. Where they were basically like, she didn't have much to say. She just wanted to move on with her life instead of like because there was like a, the other flight attendant. Whenever she was interviewed, was very like. Obviously traumatized, very super chatty, like weepy. No, it's like and Tina was just like, I'm 17. Like, this isn't gonna define my life. Um as 17-year-olds do. I just throw off that little like yeah, what was, are you all talking about? Yeah, I, I think that like Yeah. So there were some um there were some theories about like why she would be quiet. And one of them was that like she has to be quiet because the company basically holds you under like mm-hmm. some sort of NDA. Yeah, when you're an employee and you have to like keep their safety concerns under wrap. Yeah. It's yeah. sort of like a protecting the NWO. I mean it's That's not like New any, World Order in OW. It's not like anybody can do that these days. No, it would be well because there'd be thirty thousand like three hundred people with iPhones like, yeah, recording yeah, yeah. you jumping out of an airport. Not only that, like I don't think you can get onto a plane and be like, Oh can no. We, can we land at this airport and pick no, up a couple yeah. of duffel bags and just just get no, on the plane? No, I know. It was a thing. It was a hobby at the point. At that time, there were a couple of people who did it. There was a whole like rash of hijacking. Yeah, with like in a very similar manner. Yeah, um, and some people thought there was like some government mind control. That's like one of the conspiracy theories was that like the government had actually like erased this from her memory. Oh, okay. Um, it's like MX sixty. Yeah, because that makes to, a lot. That know. makes a lot of sense. Versus MMDATL. That makes a lot of sense versus like she was seventeen and just wanted to move on. Yeah, she like worked for the airline for like. Five more years, she married a co-worker, they got divorced two years later, and then she just sort of like... That was such a stupid life. She just wants to be a... She was 17, and she's like, she's now in her... D.B. Cooper doesn't define her. No, exactly. That was what it was, and she was like, I didn't want this to define me. Can I wear your varsity jacket? Let's get married. Stop asking to make me, make this define me. Yeah. And so that was it, really. Sheridan died, and they harassed this poor woman for another interview. Then we did Buildings, which is one of our favorite episodes. Yeah, I that think was both really of us. Um, From the point of view of Buildings, there is a little update, which is the Exhibition Hall in Melbourne, which is the one, it, for those that haven't listened to the episode, you really should, because Adam good. did Lunatic Athens Lunatic Asylum, which was really cool. And I did the battle between Sydney and Melbourne to have a good exhibition hall. Um, Melbourne's, which is the one that's still standing, has actually become the centre of COVID vaccinations for Melbourne. And they You're welcome, can, Australia. Yeah. That was all us. And they are, um, they are, they reckon they can vaccinate about two and a half thousand people a day. Wow. Right. When they're up and fully running at full, con- full running up and down condition. <laughs> um, but, um, for those that do remember the episode, they never found out who sprayed graffiti all over the building yeah i tried looking i did try to find out if they ever arrested (laughs) anyone for the person who graffitied the building but no could find no evidence could find no evidence um okay then we did duppies and shinigami yeah don't nothing nothing (laughs) um atlantis and sea serpents i did find some 
article about somebody who thinks Atlantis might be under a polar ice cap. It seemed very ludicrous, unlikely. Um, I tried reading there. I tried reading their justification for why they think it is actually um, like an art. I don't even remember whether they said it was in the Arctic or the Antarctic, but yeah. the point being is that it froze versus drowned to death. Like it, it Oh, it froze into an ice cap? Like I was gonna I, say, did you do like Atlantis like the mermaid city, or did you do like Atlantis like the city that got like the ancient city that got flooded? Uh the ancient city that got flooded. Yeah. I was like, cause you like all those mermaids are shirtless. Like they can't be like Up in the Antarctic. Yeah, no. no. It's way too, too cold. cold. It's way too cold for shirtless. No, mermaids. we did the flooded city. Which I think we agreed at the time if it was a thing, which it very well possibly could have been, although not the utopia that they talk about. It was a sunken city. Um, Those people all died. It was probably in the rough area of Greece because or else mm. it seems unlikely that the Greeks were traveling to one of the polar one ice caps polar, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, poles. to do their business. So I didn't get very far into that article before I was just like, mm-hmm. Big big underwater snakes still exist if you're interested. Sea serpents, yeah. they are still things. They still are things. They, they're not. And if and if you're interested, Animal Crossing is doing updates uh, every season. So that's the, the reason I did that episode was because I was playing a lot of Animal Crossing at the time. And that was one that we stole from popular culture as opposed to popular culture stole from us. Nintendo's going to start stealing our ideas before you know yep. it. Um, I'm not even going to discuss Princess Diana. Oh, because God, no. <laughs> Is that what, did I do Amelia Earhart in that episode? Yeah. So I didn't. I haven't seen anything. I didn't yeah. go digging, but I haven't seen anything. No, I haven't seen anything. Uh, did you find anything about uh, the Hindenburg? No, because it exploded, and everyone is pretty convinced, pretty convinced that, convinced it, was that, a, that it, it was a hydrogen thing. Okay. Um, all right, then we did, ooh, Flying Dutchman and the Headless Horseman. Oh, did you get an update on this one? Well, or did you just like this episode? No, I, firstly, I liked this episode. No, I hated it. But secondly, they took a photo of a flying ship off the coast of Scotland. Oh, awesome. Um, and it's obviously, let's be clear, I know it's not a flying ship. I'm not. I don't but that. the way that the sea looked, it was very dark blue in the front, pale blue at the back, and then the sky matched the sea. Mm-hmm. So it actually looked like the ship was floating. That's cool. And That's exactly what that yeah. phenomenon is. Exactly, and a whole load of people were like, "This is the first like photographic evidence of I can remember what it was flying called. the Flying Dutchman." Yeah, like yeah, Flying Dutchman syndrome. Only it was a huge tankard, and it's a really really cool, cool photo. Yeah, because all the pictures were from like previous. Yeah, we're not Are you looking it up. We're super um, blurry. Yeah, it's yeah. a really really cool photo because oh. it absolutely looks like this ship is just floating floating That's in awesome. the air. Um, it's a and, shame that it wasn't like an ancient galleon or something. Yeah, I mean, but we know it we know it wasn't. No. Um also headless horseman there was a very nice woman in When North- you said floating, I didn't realize you quite meant floating. Yes. Have you seen the photo of it? Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find a better photo. Show it to Adam cuz he'll be going crazy. I'll be going He'll be going nuts. nuts. I'll be going I'll look at the BBC um, photo cuz I know that's real. In Northamptonshire. I think. Oh my god, it's like flying. Isn't that cool? It's not floating, it's flying. That is really cool. I thought it would just sort of be like a bit of fog. Oh, it was near Cornwall. Oh, I thought it was up in Scotland. Oh, okay. Near Falmouth. Oh, okay. So it was like around the corner. That's that's our neighbor. We could have drove down and seen it. Dang it. Um, It's very cool though. Yeah, I like that. Um, so those that can't see it, go look at that because it's pretty epic. It's on the BBC. It looks super photoshopped. It really looks But ex- it's absolutely, <laughs> it I know, so it looks so it looks extra I saw fake. it and I was like, let me find like a reputable source for this photo. Because, because like it looks so The old photos, like because of like the 
the, I think it captures the, I don't know if it captures the, the old cameras capture the movement of the water. So like the ship looks like ephemeral. It looks like a yeah. ghost ship. This does look like someone just like cropped up picture of a boat and, and lifted like, it. lifted it into the air. <laughs> and they were like, it's a flying boat. I promise. But tons of people <laughs> saw it. It was definitely the phenomenon that was occurring yeah, that's really and cool. that's really cool. Uh, th so there was a woman in Northamptonshire um, who got dressed up as the Headless Horseman for Halloween this year. Oh. It's pretty cool. And then what happened? Um, she rode through her town because she was feeling like all the kids needed a bit of taste of... <laughs> what, an uplifting... Well, it's <laughs> Halloween. They couldn't go out trick-or-treating or celebrating her anyway so she kind of did a... Horrible headless yeah, visage on a horse. Good. Pretty good. Um, nothing on unicorns and dragons. No, those are yes, always. Oh, although I will say Disney just released a new film. Yeah, that you can't watch for another month. I almost said Ori and the Ancient Wisp, but that's not what it's called. No, but whatever it is. Aya and the Ancient Sword. Um, which is that one? all about like dragons and stuff like that. So we're going to just say they stole that from us too. Uh, always, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Great Train Robbery and Art Heist. No. Nope. Nazi escapes and Ruguru? Uh, there's always stories about the rat. What are they called? The rat tunnels? Yeah. The rat tunnels of yeah. Raya. I Raya and the ancient forest. Okay. Um, there, I, I, uh, I was watching Archer because I've been watching Archer. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a scientist on it whose name is Krieger. And, um, he was yelling about rat tunnels and I was like, aha, I get that. And the joke is that, like, he's, like, Hitler's clone and grew up in Argentina. And there's always, like, a, some reference to him being, like, yeah. an escaped Nazi scientist. So there's still, like, Nazis running around Argentina. Um, New Orleans vampires and the voodoo queen Mary, queen Mary Laveau. I kind of forgot we did this episode. Oh. Um, it was our, like, New Orleans spectacular. Yeah. Um, so I went into the, I didn't go into this episode in the same way that you did. Obviously I was lucky enough that three of the topics that I covered the last year were just sort of like front and center of my Google yeah. search page. Um, so no updates on new Orleans vampires for me. No, I will say that they are going to redo Buffy the vampire slayer. Apparently with Joss Whedon again. Uh, mm. Joss Whedon's problematic. Yeah, I don't think Joss Whedon's doing, uh, no, um, what's the news with Joss Whedon? There, uh, Charisma uh, Carpenter came out and said he bullied her crazily on set. Oh, um, really? Yeah. yeah. And then fired her after she got pregnant. Um, and Well, that makes sense. And and then a whole load of other Sarcasm. people have come of, Just and in case a whole sure. load of people have come forward and said that he created quite a miserable environment. I will say then other people have come forward and said we never saw any of this. Yeah. But, but that... I, I have to say, it doesn't seem to be anyone coming to his defense, does there? I, always find that uh, I, don't, people, I, I don't know. No. I always find that strange people are like, well, we didn't see this happening, but at no point is somebody like, no, like, it, like according it to act, you, it actively like, didn't happen. Yeah, like, I like, accord, like I know him, and his character would never allow for this. That's what I'm saying, yeah. is that, like, there was none of that. Like, so, you're like, no, he's absolutely like absolutely guy. capable of doing this, but I, I never saw it happen. I just didn't see these exact instances. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, was, that was kind of very much what was being said. That's not great. But there's been rumors of his um there've been rumors of it for a long time yeah yeah uh so anyway um now we get on to our flying cigar oh the asteroid yeah this was the most interesting one sort of the most interesting one where does it start it starts here right so this is Oumuamua uh and this is where Josh Rogan stole from our podcast Joe Rogan well that one <laughs> yeah this is this is a story about the interloper um so this this sort of starts um with 
A.V. Loeb, Avi. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay. Um, but he's a theoretical physicist, and he's uh, he teaches astrophysics and cosmology at Harvard. He's a real smart, real smart guy. Um, a little bit of background on the actual space body. Uh, in 2017, um, Oumuamua entered our solar system, uh, and it was the first object to do so from like another solar okay. system. Uh, it behaved in a very unusual manner. It was too fast for the sun's gravitational pull. It actually mm -hmm. was like actively yeah, traveling yeah. against the sun's gravitational pull. Um, comets, when they are like whizzing around our solar system, have a tail because as they get closer to the sun, the ice melts off. And that is actually what like propels them through space. Yeah. They act like rockets in that way. Uh, this did not have a, this had no tail. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it had no it had no cometary trail, which was very unusual because it was very very close to our sun. Um, and as it left sun's gravitational pull, instead of slowing down, it actually sped up. Yeah. Um, and there are some theories as to why that is. Uh, the brightness level changed, um, mm -hmm. and this is how they determine what comets look like in space. Comets are asteroids because, based on how the sun reflects off of a surface, you can sort of then yeah. build up a, a sort of basic shape. Yeah. Um, and this had a very extreme geometry. There's a theory that it's it was really flat, like a pancake. Like yeah. and all of the images of it looking like a cigar were sort of like preliminary, but it's actually more likely that it was much flatter. Okay. It was also very small. This was something that I don't think I I I picked oh. up on in my first very small in comparison to like other comets that come into our Oh, okay. Very small and still big enough to essentially <laughs> They could be considered a. They barely picked it up on on, okay. on like the stars. The the the. the okay, thing... you're gonna have to give me a measurement because you're doing a thing with your fingers where oh, it makes no, it no. look like it's five inches. No, small. it was. I mean, it's still. It was like three football fields, three American football fields. Okay, so, so three hundred yards. Okay, but like small compared to like the reason that that's important is because when comets come into our atmosphere and they circle around the sun, they get smaller. Is this where I get to brag about seeing a comet last week? That was like three weeks ago. Shh. Okay. But I did. I saw like a a big one, a big comet, like a huge one. I looked out the window and I said to Ben, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> uh, I just saw a fireball through the sky, and he kind of didn't not believe me, but certainly didn't think I was. He was ready for bed. Yeah, he was did not take me seriously. Only to wake up the next morning to find out that, that we had crashed, we crashed into Gloucester. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I didn't yeah. Wake up! Like you woke me up and you were like, "See, look at my cell phone now, <laughs> Gloucester." Yeah. I was very <laughs> no, and it, the yeah. pictures of it were like pretty insane. Yeah, like, super bright. It's like oh, it was driveway. Yeah, it crushed yeah. someone's car in Gloucester. They did that thing what they do with like dirt. They find like this is the oldest space dirt we've ever found. Yeah, it's this cool. is the oldest rock in the solar system. <laughs> it You're was pretty like, cool. Was... All the rocks aren't all according to the Big Bang. Aren't all rocks just the same age? Yeah, that's, I don't know. That's literally impossible. <laughs> Can't all rocks anyway. Anyway, either way, let's go back so, to cigar. Because but... it was so small, um, yeah. based on how quickly it was moving and how quickly it was spinning, yeah. it should have lost a tenth of its size, which means that like by the time it got to our solar system, it shouldn't have been like big enough to even like register. Okay. So I listened to his interview on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Uh, and his theory is that it's something called a light sail, which okay. is exactly what it sounds like. It's a sail that uses solar like radiation to move mm -hmm. instead of wind. Uh, we use it in our rockets at the moment. I believe it's like the stuff on like the lunar lander or like on like when they do like the propulsion around things, yeah. like the really thin gold like material. Okay. Um, it's stuff that looks like it should have, that's from like a prop basically. Yeah. Um, but he 
theorizes that because of the propulsion um, that it exhibited as it left our atmosphere, yeah. as it left the sun's gravitational pull, he thinks that it was acting like a light sail, that the sun was actually like, it was gathering energy from the sun and pushing out of the- That's pretty cool. Traction it's traveling at like 200,000 miles It was moving hour. so fast. Yeah. It was so like they caught it on the way out of our solar system, yeah. basically. Um, and for that to be the case, it would have had to have been paper thin, which is where yeah. that theory sort of comes from. And he also, he backs us up with the, the uh, so something else entered our solar system in 2020. Yeah. Uh, they called it September 2020. Yeah. Um, and it exhibited the same sort of things. It was very fast. It, when it left the sun's gravitational pull, it pushed. Uh, and they were like, oh, what, what is this? What is this thing? And they, they can do the. I am scientist. Apparently, NASA scientist says, "What? What are you? What are you do? How? How do we find out?" <laughs> Apparently, NASA has, because of I don't know what, but they have the ability to like reverse track trajectory yeah. of things as it, yeah. as it enters and exits our atmosphere. And they realized that it was actually a piece of like a lunar lander that had like broken off during a space mission. And they were like, "Oh, that like makes sense. It was a light sail." And oh, so, okay. And so he was. So he says like. Nothing acts like this. Okay. Nothing behaves like this unless it's it's like made intentionally. Okay. Light seals don't exist in nature. They don't like show up yeah, yeah, and then yeah. behave like man-made things. So he's, so like, he's still firmly so, on the so alien. So he's like, it's this is like extraterrestrial. He's firmly like, on the yes, alien. Battle he's again. absolutely uh, saying that this is this is extraterrestrial, and he he, I don't think he was comparing himself to Galileo or to Giordano Bruno, who was burnt at the stake for saying that. Uh, for the re because, so the Catholic Church got really angry at one point because he Giordano Bruno, who was okay. an Italian uh, astrophys astrophysicist, okay. said that aliens existed, and the church got really angry because if aliens existed, then G and if they sinned, then Jesus would have had to go to those planets to save them. Well, well which yeah, means that's you would a have to point. have which means you would have to have an infinite number of Jesuses. And if you're gonna buy into one thing, and, you may as well buy into. And all the of church, it. instead of just saying like, "Yeah, Jesus could do that," absolutely, he's all powerful. They just burnt this guy at the stake instead yeah. of instead of like dealing with, which is like a very Catholic Church thing to do. Um, so he believes that it was a fully uh, operational probe sent intentionally into Earth's atmosphere. Um, there have been like other mundane theories. That's what they call them, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, they, the scientists. Um, I, would, I would love to see like a movie where like aliens show up and meet a bunch of Catholics. Where like, where, I want to see a movie where Jesus exists infinitely and has to go to all these plants where all the aliens the are The aliens saying. show up and they, they speak a bit like you, which is like, hi, science. <laughs> we are new here. And then the Catholics are just like, Jesus saves. And they're like, who is this Jesus? Can we find I him? I like the idea They're that like he is everywhere. Then they just like look for him. I like the idea as well that like when Jesus <laughs> exists on these planets, he doesn't like he doesn't sort of um become like he doesn't look like the aliens. He is just like the like American version of Jesus. He's just this like white guy <laughs> yeah. in a robe with long with long hair who's just like on an alien planet. And then he has to like convince them to crucify. Oh my god, him. you're basically just talking about a Rick and Morty episode. Oh my god, it, it sort is, of is. is. If that it comes up in a Rick and Morty episode, I'm suing Adult Slim. <laughs> um so so some other lame, boring scientists, uh, because I fully want this to be like an alien thing. <laughs> um you mean realist. They uh um they think it was outgassing a different kind of gas. So like there are different, so because different space bodies exist, um, yep. 
they were like, well, it may be like Oumuamua is just like a big nitrogen iceberg. Because when yeah. nitrogen evaporates, it doesn't show a trail. Yeah. Um, so that's like the mundane okay. explanation is that actually it is just a comet. Saying this but, comet just had a had some wind, had a bit of different wind. Yeah, a bit of invisible wind. Um, it's smelly. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably, yeah. It is just hydrogen. Um, it would undetectable. Um, yeah. And okay. hydrogen is so thick that it would have made it into the atmosphere without completely shrinking it up. Okay. So, either an alien space probe or so exactly yeah. where we were after the last episode. Basically, but, yeah, but um, but the, with more defect, more with Adam, def- and. Like, a cigar-shaped UFO that's just like, oh, man, there's Earth again. <laughs> Why are we stopped? Let's just skip I'm it. I'm going to turn this car around. I don't want to hear about Jesus for like the sixth time. Let's go see. The issue else. I had with the Forbes article is that they never mention Avi Loeb by name. They just call him a scientist who believes oh. that it's an alien probe. And I was like, that's a bit like... Well, he's dismissive. A, he's, like a, he's like a well-known astrophysicist and like he works for Harvard. Like, come on. You gotta write his name they in, don't your, let in your article. Believe us, work at Harvard. Yeah, they, they apparently do. do. They really apparently do. The truth is out somewhere. <laughs> the truth is nowhere. <laughs> all right. Uh, then we did Zoom Massacre and Big Cats of England. Uh, Big Cats of England. We've all been in lockdown. Unsurprisingly, sightings of big cats have gone up. Uh, like 24 on average a week through 2020. Oh cats are getting bigger. Um, <laughs> keep eating things. Well, it is springtime. So, interestingly, I read an article from Cheshire Live because Cheshire. actually, no, that was a different article. Um, I re- realized as I was saying this, I ought to source it because it was a scientist and you just gave crap for saying a scientist. His name is um, Frank Turn- Tunbridge. Oh, that's a very English name. Who's a wildlife enthusiast, not a scientist at all. I just made it up. He's he, just a guy who lives in Cheshire. He's just a dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> the cell phone. So he... He has a theory as to why sightings have gone up, which is fairly straightforward, which is... No, uh, no, because he believes in... Oh, he believes... As we went through, big cats aren't something you can believe in. They are actually a thing. Um, And they... He says that the reason sightings have gone up is because obviously there's been less traffic, less people, less noise. Mm -hmm. Cats generally stay away from stuff that's big, noisy, and loud like humans, and we've been less human. Yeah. Um, So that's probably one of the reasons why it's gone up. Pictures? Yeah, a few more pictures. Any better pictures? Um, Yeah. Um, Yes, that was the one from Cheshire. Okay. Um, I did also find one where someone had blatantly just put a stef- stuffed panther on the back of a park bench and just, like, hung it off the park bench. That's kind of fun, though. Uh, I mean, it's really funny, but it's definitely not a big cat sighting. Um, he also says that there's a natural instinct. He said one of the reasons why a lot of these pictures are blurry or whatever, he said there's a natural instinct, which is you're walking around. You're not on a safari. You're not expecting to see a big yeah. cat. He says humans are cats and natural predators of people. Yeah. Uh, he says you see a big cat anywhere nearby. Your first thought isn't, stop, let me pull out my camera phone. Yeah. You tend to away. freeze and <laughs> run away. Um, so it, that was his that was his take on it. Um, there was one which, interestingly, one of the reasons why they think it was a big cat in this particular one is because I hadn't realized this, but big cats' tails do look different than domestic cats' tails. Mm-hmm. They have like a more of a hook on the end. Okay. Uh, it's weird, but once someone tells you... You never stop seeing it. You'll, you'll once, yeah. You'll be an expert on big cats. Um, so, uh, yeah, there was one in North Wales, a oh, guy they, named they John Terry, there. um, who took. Her name is Sheep Dead. 
No, there was another person who said they saw a cat carrying a rabbit so they could get judge it was a big cat because of how big it big it was in comparison to the rabbit Are it was carrying. Also, just like breeding cats bigger these days. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Like, although what that, are those cats called? The the wild ones that look like bob. They're like small bobcats. Yeah, Maine Coons are the big. Yeah, Maine Coons. But they're like yeah. big domestic. Those are like big no, domestic you, cats. You're not you're, you're not, not mistaking them. those. Those are fluffy yeah. and yeah, you're well, not. Because, and the thing is, I will say that all the ones that are being confused here, generally in England, they are either, um, like, wild bobcat type things. Yeah. Or panther, or panther leopard. Things. Things. Yeah. Puma things. Have they started breeding with domestic cats yet? Did we talk about that? Well, they think they could, and they think they might have done. I don't know. I think everyone thinks that there are probably big cats wandering around England. I mean, yeah. Anyway, there's been a few more. Yeah, that's great. Um, and I did just think that you can't compare it to, like, saying that you can tell how big a cat is because of the size of the rabbit it's had in its mouth makes it sound like rabbits don't change in size from yeah. being very tiny, very very tiny rabbits to very very big rabbits. Yeah. So there are probably some rabbits in England that are bigger than our cats. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's still issues with global warming and nuclear power, so you know, triple <laughs> warming. We call it climate change. We did. Uh, Chernobyl and smog. Yeah. Oh, um, I had heard that someone, there's some t- British TV presenter who's going to go stay in Chernobyl for two weeks. Oh, I saw that, but I can. He's going to stay in Pripyat. Yeah, it's whatever. Is that like a thing? Yeah, you can do it safely. Know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, is it yeah. actually like a dangerous thing? No, uh, no, no, no. The radiation levels are so low. Yeah. But like two weeks is like the longest you probably yeah. want to spend in a radiated city. Unfortunately, RBG is still dead. Yeah, she's not coming back. Rasputin had a great song this year. That song isn't new though. What song is it? Ra 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 blah, blah, blah. It's got huge on TikTok. It's huge on TikTok, so it's oh, back TikTok. on the radio. Okay, well, I don't know if it's back on the radio. I don't know if it's a cover or something, but like that song came out in like the forever ago. I just know I shaved my beard off before that I looked like Rasputin. You did. So you smelled like you smelled like Rasputin too. <laughs> so anyway, um, you the that one. Uh, couldn't honey. find any more examples. Yes, honey. Couldn't find any more examples of human combustion. Because they don't happen. Yep. There's, did you talk about that Incubus song? I don't listen to it. I don't know that song. No. We're not cool. No, not okay. What was the what was the other half of that episode? Alexander of Anok. Oh, Abinatikis. No, no, no. no, he's not doing anything new uh, either. He's still absolutely a corpse. It's very, very dead. <laughs> a lot of the people in our podcast are usually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do do men. a legendary. Uh, then we did Plant Hunters and Man Eating Trees. No. Nope. I haven't seen one in Devon, so they. I haven't spread any farther than Madagascar. <laughs> um, Hadrian's Wall is still there. Yeah, sort of. Kind of. Super it was ba- boring. We it walked in. It. it was super boring. It was, it was this it, episode was done right after you finished walking It was in. barely there when we got there. I think um, we spent like 40 miles being like, where's the wall? Is that? We just pointed at any rock. <laughs> is that, like, is that in? And people were just like, no. Basically, this is an in-depth index into our podcast. Yeah. So guys, if you've missed it, it's a episode, table of contents. This is a table of contents on the stuff we've covered. Um, Maharav uh, Maharaja? Uh, ma- no, Mahar... The really hot belly dancer? No, the Indian woman who got passed around from... Oh, that was a miserable episode. Yeah. Yeah. The Indian woman no, who I'm got sad. passed around from man to man, but it was fine because every time that she was... Her virginity came back? Every time she her she had a baby, her virginity reappeared and she was only going to have sons. So she had a real 
calling real, in life. Real great life. Uh, is this ancient or is this ancient? Yeah. Okay. Hence why there's no updates on it. Yeah. Um, sleep paralysis like, and the call is coming from inside the house. I hated that episode. Yeah, that made Adam creeped out. I've scared of myself. Calls coming from oh like like well, scream it was like yeah, yeah I yeah. did like the we did things that actually genuinely scare us yes um I haven't had sleep paralysis since we did that episode so that's good maybe you confronted it and it's well I haven't had it since I was a little wee babe we'll but... just say that oh yes so... I confronted it I'm uh -huh. I'm stronger and better now yeah okay um and I bad. haven't had a stronger yeah. I haven't had a weird call from somebody saying the call is coming from inside the house. Mainly because we don't have landlines anymore. Yeah, so. that, that, that fear has sort of been assuaged for you by, yeah. so, by can technology. I, can I ask, how does that work? This call is coming from inside the house. So it's a, it's a myth. It's a fable that a babysitter was babysitting some kids. Yeah. And she keeps getting called going, have you seen your children? Have you checked on the children? Have you checked on the children? Mm -hmm. And finally she gets super creeped out. So she rings the police and the police realize it's coming from the landline number inside the house. And then there's but very. You only have one landline number. Yeah. You can't call your own landline number. No. We wouldn't have been able to. I don't yeah. know. We only had a landline for like Adam's three really years. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> um, Did you not have a phone before that? No, he I doesn't mean, like, remember having a landline. I don't remember for having a landline three years because oh. he's. Or maybe young. we had it for a really long time. Maybe what we is... had it for longer than most people. Do. We, had, we had we had two, but like the thing is, like back then, I'm saying this like I'm an old person. You are. This You're is the first time this. It's like we had one line which is for phone calls, yeah. and then we had a second line which was the internet. Yes. And so, oh, like, you see, then I feel even older because I remember a time before the land the lines we used to the internet. Or when you only had one line because the internet had to go through the phone line, you couldn't make a call while someone Lord, was on the internet. Both ancient. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do an episode. I'm gonna have to do an episode on how old both of you are. <laughs> but we are legendary. Um, um, yeah. So that's like that's yeah. when you're like it's coming from the house. It's like I'm using the internet phone. <laughs> 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 it's like no, the, the, the call's coming from. He must be using that fax machine. That's the only phone on that well, number. Well, we discuss it thoroughly the episode but then there's various ways it ends most of which end with her going upstairs and then getting murdered oh, okay i was gonna say the cell phone's house like i know you're like you're, you're sat on the couch stop calling me to like tell me you're like in the bathroom stop yeah I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna call you back and then it's gonna ring and i'm gonna find you in the shower yeah um so there's that um Nothing's happened with Gunpowder Plot or Helltown. And now we're on to the next thing that Adam does have an update for us, which is the Diet Love Pass. Yeah, this this also had an update in 2021 with some unusual uh, scientific methods. By the way, I think I was the one that actually... Did you do Diet Love Pass? No, nah, I? I did. Did I do Hydra? Oh, I did. Yeah. The amazing, amazing Hydra thing that regenerates automatically and like yeah, ages yeah, yeah, backwards. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that episode yeah. now. Okay. Um, so I found an article in Nat Geo written by Robin George Andrews, um, and it came out on January 28th, 2021, seven days after the article about um, Sheridan Peterson came out. Uh-huh. Uh, so everything happened in January this year. Okay. Um, Someone and, binged it. Yeah, December. they binged all of our episodes. Uh, and they basically now theorize that what caused the die out of pass incident was what they call a small delayed avalanche. Okay. So quick recap, in case you forgot, uh, nine Russian mountaineer students uh, from a, a polytechnic university in Russia went out mountaineering, as you do on spring break, um, and they went missing. And they were missing for, like, weeks, and the search team went out, and they what they found was, like, horrifying. Yeah. Um, the tent looked like it had been cut open from the inside. The, their bodies were 
I think in like quotes, uh, in various states of undress, uh, they were scattered down the mountainside. And I think the big thing was that there were, there was a, there were like a horrible smattering of inner in, injuries. So like yeah, crushed ribs, yeah. skulls were crushed. Uh, a few of them were missing their eyes and tongue. And so, well, the whole reason why they thought it wasn't an avalanche was because it sounds some stuff upright, still like the tent. Well, it didn't something. snow. That okay. Night. Um, and there wasn't any evidence. Of, avalanches leave a, a lot of evidence when yeah. they happen. Um, and so at this time as well, Soviet government, not well known for its transparency, yeah. just called it an unknown natural force, and then was like, done. All of the all of the investigation, we're doing it behind closed doors. And like, then it's conspiracy theorists like. And so Happy through, birthday, conspiracy through the roof, uh, Yeti attacks um, that the students yeah. were actually like Soviet military That was one of the big ones. Was the Yeti? No, it or was the, the Soviet. Yeah, they were the, actually like part of a Soviet something. And yeah, um, there was some uh, theory that they had accidentally wandered into like, um, like military space yeah. um, because their bodies were slightly radiated. Yeah, that was know, something. Or, or uh, yeah, one of the it was because they're lanterns. Go listen to the episode if you want to yeah, hear all yeah. the many, many theories. Um, it's a pretty good one. It is. Um, but the avalanche theory was proposed in 1959 when the incident yeah. happened, but it was initially dismissed because because their wounds were not. Uh, could, Ducks joined us. Oh, that's nice. Good thing he laid down an Amazon bag. Good thing he. Bed. Good thing he laid down the, the loudest thing in this room, um, because their wounds were not conducive to an avalanche. Yeah. Um, when people normally, no, people normally asphyxiate okay. in avalanches. They're not like thrown around and then, and then battered. Okay. Um, and because people believe that the tent wasn't a sensible location, uh, yeah. that they didn't think that the slope would at, was actually steep enough yeah. to cause an avalanche and it did not snow the night that they, okay. that they died. Um, but, uh, people were like, well, like avalanches can be delayed. Like, Earthquakes happen, and yeah. and there's like evidence of an earthquake happening, and then like nine hours later, an avalanche yeah. is caused. Um, so there were two two men, Alexander yeah. Puzrin and jo Johan Gome, yep. who were like, we're gonna like look into this and and like see if we can prove that this was a delayed avalanche, a small delayed avalanche. So they start by like disproving all of the things. So um, on the mountain where they pitched the tent. The, the the like pitch angle was actually much closer to um like avalanche territory than okay. originally thought because um it was covered in snow okay. and so the, when they were setting their tent up they didn't actually realize how steep and how like okay. uneven the terrain yeah. was uh, <clears throat> uh they also talked about the heavy wind I think we talked about it in that episode the catabatic wind which is basically just like the wind is so strong it actually becomes like a solid object and yeah. it would have been strong enough to like push a, yeah the snow down the mountain site. Um, and you, the reason that they, the reason they believe it was an avalanche as well is, uh, even though it didn't leave a lot of evidence when they cut, they cut their tent into the side of the mountain because yeah. that's what you do. Um, and it would have infilled the cut and that's why you didn't see a lot of snow. Oh, okay. Um, and so they said like, how do you explain the injuries then? Because these people were like, yeah, like they looked like they were in a car accident. Yeah. And so what they did, uh, they went to Disney because Disney owns Nat Geo, did not know this. Disney is a majority uh, shareholder of Nat Geo. Did not know that. And um, UBC and DSPN. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Cool. But Johan uh, Jaume, mm -hmm. he's a snow avalanche simulation expert, and he was super impressed with how the snow moved in the movie Frozen. And so he flew to California 
to meet with the animator yeah. and took their code to use as like a avalanche simulation. Okay. To prove how little snow would be required to kill yeah. like nine people. So Frozen's animation was used in an avalanche. That's simulation pretty cool. Well. Yeah, and then he so they used the same characters. Yeah, I think so. Did they just kill off the entire roster <laughs> Frozen? Um, he Hold also off. Why do you have a tense? Oh, we're just doing some avalanche testing. They had to what? Well, they had to get the voice actors to come yeah, in. I'm a snowman. Uh, they also went to General Motors because General Motors obviously performs a lot of data for yeah. like calibrating seatbelts. In the '70s, they. Um, they did a massive test where they took a hundred cadavers and smashed their rib cages in um, to see how to see how effective their seatbelts were. Okay. And this was important because General Motors uh, had some of them against rigid backing. You did it like with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, they you didn't use a hammer. You, you like you made a hand man like, <laughs> like, like kind of like, like how, a whole they, of they do the... it in a car. That's how it was written. Was that they they like they that they smashed their ribs. I'm assuming they must have put the ribs in a but car and then belt, and then, then to test the seatbelt. Not, <laughs> not just yeah, seatbelt's not gonna work. No. All right, so you're a dead guy. I've got an eight pound hammer. Thwack. Does the seatbelt work? <laughs> Hold on, no, no, let me put the seatbelt on right now. They don't mention putting the cadavers in the car. They just say that they smashed their ribs in. Okay. They're like, so they're lying on a board, the seatbelt is on them, and I don't they hit think, them with I don't know if GM couldn't afford to crash that many cars, so they just like, they just, yeah. well, this much of a hammer simulates this much impact <laughs> in a car. Wait, I imagine there's just some guy in a meeting who's like, wait, does this mean we have to put hammers in the cars now? <laughs> I think put hammers in the cars? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so they took the cra the crash data, and G what GM did for some of these cadavers was they they put them against like a rigid backing, yeah, uh, which was important because when the students went they to sleep that the bones were yeah, when the <laughs> students went to sleep that night, they went to sleep on their skis. Okay, they made like a a, fl a bed floor, and okay. so when the avalanche hit them, it would have hit a rigid object. It wouldn't have hit. Like, Soft body. like, you know, when they say like people who are drunk and fall over are less likely to hurt yeah. themselves because they're like their muscles are looser. These people were essentially like forcing their bodies into a position to like cause that damage. Okay. What's wrong with you? So lost. So Duck what is just mean? slightly joining the podcast so the now if he has speaking. Yes. And it thumped on him like a hammer? Yeah, it's a bunch of hammers <laughs> fell down the side of the mountain. Because every time I've seen an avalanche, it like slides. And yeah. like with avalanches... They, so they slide in, like, and basically, this is why, even though these scientists are putting all this time in research, it, why we still don't understand what happened. Why we it, still think it, it was a like yeti. liquid and like so what happened? Like it wasn't enough snow for that. Oh, okay, it was like it was like the size of a sedan. They basically got run over by a car. They got they got run over by a car. So it's not like the top section of the avalanche. This is like the bottom section. It would have been like the wind grabbed up enough snow to infill their tent, like their tent cutout, which wasn't much. It was like, I think they said it was like 16 feet or something mm -hmm. of snow. They, they theorized because that was what their the the animation, the frozen animation showed. Was that like <laughs> that, that much that like, so the winds carried the catabatic winds, the really strong winds, basically pushed a sedan sized amount of snow into their campsite. And it smashed into the side of their tent like they were being hit by a car. Can and because they were sleeping on their skis, mm -hmm. their bodies weren't loose enough to sort of just like bounce. It like it like caved into the tent. Mm -hmm. And then because they were trapped under the snow, yeah. the reason they started undressing them, themselves is because of a phenomenon called paradoxical yeah. undressing when you start suffering from hypothermia. hypothermia. Mm -hmm. And so they got they got panicked, thought they were too hot, got undressed, yeah. and then ran out into the snow. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's the, yeah. the theory. 
And then the reason that like their eyes and tongues were missing was because like scavengers exist. Yeah. And that they were basically out there for long enough that animals got to them. Or, and I'm just putting that out this out here, Yeti. Or Yeti, which <laughs> people still believe. I know. People um, still believe that. Then the presidential curse of Tippecanoe. We decided we will have to update you on that one in eight years. Because Joe Biden fell up the stairs. Biden fell, Biden fell up the stairs a few times, but he is still very much alive. Yep. And in the age of media, falling upstairs is almost as bad as, as dying. dying. <laughs> it's but probably worse than dying, worse. actually. Yeah. Not quite as bad as... Uh, being able to say that he fulfilled the presidential curse of Tippecanoe. Yep. For those that haven't listened, it's the curse that... Is it even numbered years or... Anyone, any president with an O, so it's like 2020... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. With, uh, was going to die. presidents for the next century? No, because the next one might be 20 of, yeah, of if you 2024. Have... <clears throat> oh, it's just in the fourth uh, digit. Like the fourth digit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Not the second digit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was that. Any yeah. president who's president in the first two numbers are two zero. <laughs> <laughs> Will die. Um, Thanksgiving and Black Friday happened, uh, but nothing new happened. No, because we didn't we do Did this it afterwards. afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Cyber Monday, that happened. That yeah, was, yeah. That but was we cool. still did this episode after Cyber Monday. Uh, good snakes and anti-heroes, nothing. No. Vladdy Pela and Matahari. By the way, Netflix, if you're looking for an episode to crib off, that was a really good one. Matahari, yeah. And Vladdy and Pela with his Impaler. forest of heads on with his being, pikes. With his being very Eastern European. Uh-huh. We, we, that was a good one. It was a good episode. For those that haven't listened to it, go if back and like listen to it. If you'd like to send us a big check. If you'd like to send us a big really check. We could really use it. Uh-huh. And the Matahari. Yeah. yeah. Matahari and Vlad the Impaler. Great episode. Nothing new. Um, Shakespearean conspiracies and oh, yeah. Albert Camus. Camus. Yeah. He is a dead philosopher. Yeah. And Shakespeare is also still dead and just a bit like the Dyatlov past thing. Even if Shakespeare's manuscript showed, we realized this after that episode. Yeah. Even if Shakespeare's manuscript showed up tomorrow. Signed by Shakespeare, people would still be able to find a way to say that Shakespeare never wrote his own manuscripts. Yep. It's, it's an unprovable. Uh, um, <laughs> the Krampus and the All Lads. That yep. was our Christmas episode. That was our Christmas episode. Um, Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella are still written by Disney. Yeah. Um, we stole from Disney on that one. I will admit yeah, that well, that was. Every once in a while. Every yeah. once in a while, we feel the need to take back our power. <laughs> Um, then it was the Toilet Ghost and Casper. Which I haven't listened to. Um, I feel like you skipped, the, did we get to the Hanukkah one yet? I skipped all our specials, sorry. I was like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I talked about the Masters. Yeah. The Masters is happening in like three weeks. There we go. So is there, it still new. racist? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Um. Poor Tiger. Oh yeah, he was in a yeah, horrible car accident. Yeah, he was in a horrible car accident. He now no longer like has legs, has bones in his legs. They're all metal rods. I know. Um, he will not be playing at the Masters. I don't know much. He wasn't about probably golf. going to be playing. I at don't the know Masters. much about golf. Yeah, was he? He would have been playing. At the he Masters. always plays the Masters. It's just like it's his tour de force. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know much about Tiger Woods or golf, but I can pretty much guarantee he's not playing at the Masters in a few weeks. No. No, but I was going to yeah, so he's not, he's doing, I guess he's just gotten home from the hospital, like three weeks later. Oh, okay. Uh, the strange thing about that car accident is that, like, they they won't, uh, they, they haven't done any actual police investigation. Well, of it. course they're not going to do that, because they don't want to, like, have to arrest Tiger Woods for, like, uh, drunk driving again. Well, they've, they've arrested they've, him for that stuff before. Yeah, yeah and they've already said there were definitely no substances, right? 
involved. No, I don't know if they ever. I don't know if they ever did a blood test. Yeah, they like refused no, they to do a blood test. They refused. The did hospital a- did, but like they ne- the police never pulled a warrant for it. Mm. And so like it's not public knowledge because it's just yeah. like hospital. Like it's yeah. doctor patient confidentiality. God damn. And the car he was driving has a black box in it. Mm-hmm. And like again, like they didn't get a warrant. Well, for the black box. I had read, uh, and uh, this doesn't give us any more information. But the neighbor, the neighbor people in that neighborhood were like, yeah, everyone bombs down this hill. Like they yeah. love going real fast on this hill. So they, I think. They, that this might be an excuse that the police are using, but they were just like Tiger Woods was just going real fast in his, yeah. in his new in the morning, in his new car, in his new Genesis SUV. Yeah, definitely not on his way from blowing hookers. On his way to blow and hookers. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so blow and hookers. I think that's slander. I think we can be sued for that. <laughs> I said he was definitely he not was on not. his he way. Definitely, that. absolutely not. Absolutely not, not on his way from a night of. Blow and, and hookers. And so, yeah, Hanukkah to happens. His... Yeah, I, I still, I didn't get anything for Hanukkah this year. You Thanks, Dad. You didn't celebrate. I, got, I finally got my Hanukkah presents from last year, which was... Well, also, most of those presents were for Dora. <laughs> I got a jacket, and you got a painting that says your home is where your cat is. Hanging in our office. And then uh, my dad sent me a book on how Lyme's disease is a conspiracy. Is that what that is? Yeah, that it's yeah. like, it's, it's, uh, it's like biological warfare. Uh. So I might have to read that and do an episode on that. Dora yeah. did skip another, a, a different episode, but we'll get to it in a second. Carry on, because we're almost to the end of our... We're almost up to date. Yeah. Toilet ghosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, toilet ghosts. Update on the toilet ghosts. Heaven. Um, I, uh, the bathroom is still the most dangerous place in your house. <laughs> yeah. Out like house. 80% of accidents yeah. happen in your bathroom. Yeah, it really is the most dangerous Out place houses in house. are still legal and like... Good. So many states. I'm sorry, why wouldn't they be? Le- why would you make an outhouse illegal? Yeah, they're just number one. There's a ghost in there. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Number yes. two. As they- soon as you build one, a ghost <laughs> inhabits it. Number number two. Uh, they they can pollute groundwater. So. Uh, sure. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> like if you live, if you put your outhouse next to your well, that's the issue. Is like that's the issue. Is like the places where you have outhouses are the places where like water purification like isn't really a thing. Yeah. Which is. Just unfortunate. Go to pit. And then there's still, I believe, like, there are over a million households in the U.S. that still have outhouses. They don't have indoor toilets. Indoor toilets. Convert that outhouse into a pit privy. I think that's basically... Because because otherwise you're just digging into your well and going poo-poo and you're drinking water. Yeah. (laughs) You just said five minutes ago. You're like, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Apparently now it's not. (laughs) That's why the hookworm exists. Um, I'm sorry. I'm skipping episodes. Finally, yeah, I don't go to the bathroom by myself anymore. I always take a buddy. Since he was in kindergarten. <laughs> no, since that episode. Um, Jesse James and H.H. H. Holmes, still dead. Yeah. Um, Catholic Saints, still thing. Catholic Saints. <laughs> Catholic Taints. Unfortunately, no one has yet taken our Trash Island episode and solved it. No, well, that's, I don't think it's based on the research that... From three weeks ago. Does anybody live on this island? No, it's not really no. an island. We have decided we might set holiday trash islands up. It's like a big, like, just floating mass. Yeah, except we're going to start doing tourist attractions to it, where you take, like, a cruise ship out. Where you, you burn diesel fumes to get to the, pla- <laughs> to get to the plastic island. island. And everyone just throws their bottles off. Uh, Johnstown Flood. It. No, it's it's like it's a big cloudy soup. They describe it's, it as like plastic yes. soup. Think of it like minstone soup, where like all the vegetables and noodles are. Could you set it on fire? Probably. Yeah. probably. A lot of it's also fabric, which yeah, it's we a lot of microplastic. Micro. Oh, microplastics are the worst. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know why. That's just what I heard. Well, every time you wash it, it washes away into the ocean. Yeah. How do you wash microplastics? It's, it's in your well, it's fleece, like fleece. like any athletic fleece is made of 
micro as made out of a microplastic like everything you wear yeah, <laughs> yeah. everything you claim is good for the a lot of a lot of, a lot of my fleeces are not great for the environment you mean uh, like all of the Patagucci in the world no. this is where I started having a, a we're are, using wool fleece in the old house yes, so then you got very um, pompous I did <laughs> uh, then we did last week's episode two weeks ago episode which was alcohol which Oh, alcohol. Alcohol. We're not. You've been drinking this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just tired. Uh, and then we did last week's episode and nothing has changed in a week. So what skipped, one did I miss? You skipped the episode. We talked about Crater Lake and... No, I did skip it because I said you had a new thing to tell us about and Crater Lake. And then you didn't. And then it got confused. You got confused. I, I no, figured you, we would finish with the new... Why, we didn't skip any of the other ones except for our specials. Because didn't you say it was a new one? Sort of. Yeah, okay. By specials, so, you mean Ben's episodes. Yeah, anything Ben's talked about. I skipped some of my own specials. Did we do specials? Oh, the short ones. I did like, like the little gauchos ones. Yeah. and the... Gauchos and snakes. And the snake cults. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, you guys did. You guys talked about friendly snakes. We did, We've but that was a different twice. episode. We had to do friendly snakes because every time we talk about snakes, they were evil. So. What's a friendly snake? I can't remember. <laughs> were there any good ones? Oh, the medicines. The, the, oh, yeah, that's what we yeah. did. I did the staff, like the medicine snakes. Oh, okay. The staff well, of, I was going to say, because the snake in the Garden of Eden is super nice. The snake of the Hoobly Jubilee. It's no, like, just, uh, like, you're hungry? I will show you where the fruit tree is. That apple, man. Yeah, yeah. Just, just eat it. It's nothing that's going to happen. Uh, uh, yeah. So I wasn't for that. We would have never found Jesus. So it's tell us Jesus. about Crater Lake's new thing. Or it's not, not Crater Lake. Lake. It's I not know, Crater that's Lake. That's why uh, I, I did want to see uh, what other um, American national parks had a little bit of folklore. And Shenandoah had one. Big surprise. Ooh. So I uh, so I I found out about this man named Roy Sullivan who's uh, <coughs> found out about this park ranger. His name was Roy Sullivan, <laughs> okay. who was also known as the Lightning Man. Uh huh. He's very famous because he apparently got struck by lightning lightning seven lightning? times. Lightning. <laughs> I went back in I'm back in Virginia now. Back in Virginia. Got struck by lightning seven times. Uh, Down in the <clears throat> holler by the creek. And he was famous uh, as a ranger. He would carry around one of his hats. Which had a hole through the top and the bottom where like the lightning like apparently struck his uh -huh, uh -huh, struck his hat. Uh -huh. Um and also his watch, he would carry around like a crusty old watch that got fried. <laughs> uh -huh, um, uh -huh. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records. I just love this. It's like for being struck. He's by famous because I carry around the hat and it's got a broken watch. It's and very it's like it's like I love Virginia. It's very Virginia. <laughs> uh he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. He's been he the record holder for 50 years. Okay. About 50 years. Uh, being struck in, struck by lightning seven times is 4.15 in 100 non-million odds, which is 10 groups of zeros. Uh -huh. It's very many zeros. You're not very likely to get struck by lightning ten, yeah. once. 10 groups, so 30 zeros. 30 zeros, okay. yeah. Um, the first time he was struck by lightning was in 1942 at Miller's Head Overlook, which is very close to... Manor? Close to the Lou Ray exit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it struck him in the head, and his toenail on his right foot was blown off. And blood like shot out of his boot, and it like ripped a big like bit of skin off of his leg. It sounds really horrifying. Like the idea of being struck uh -huh. by lightning, it really terrifies me now. Even though the odds of it happening uh -huh. are non-existent. Well, not if he's around, he'll get hit. <laughs> well, he's dead, uh, but for a different reason. Forty Americans a year die from lightning <laughs> strikes. Um, there are post-lightning strike survivor support groups that you can join. There's a big one in North Carolina. Um, people who are struck by lightning often suffer from chronic pain. Uh, brain injury and concussion-like symptoms, like but forever. Can I say no? No surprise. Yeah, that was uh, what I was going with. <clears throat> Can they like turn on lights with a snap of their fingers? So that does come up in a second. Oh, okay. uh, they Good. also uh, they also suffer from like chronic cardiac arrests and petite mal seizures, which is like really just awful. Yeah. 
Um, and I wrote not Stop a fun. Smiling. I wrote not a fun thing to survive. That's why I was smiling because that bit was funny. <laughs> um, but nine out of ten people survive getting struck by lightning. Um, and most a lot of those people are in the U.S. One woman. Her name was Lena Lazzaroni. She was yeah. from Ohio in 1995. She was struck by lightning. Um, and she developed a superpower to turn, be able to turn like lights. Like she would walk down the street and like lights, like power lights around her, like the big street lights would turn off and billboards and stuff. So she thought she was a superpower. That's pretty cool. So tie into the X Files episode we watched last night. Yeah, that's weird. But the thing is, like, I so like as a kid, I used to go out like on my bike because I was like, I was yeah. in, I was in a middle school bike gang, like in suburbia, which every everybody is, yeah. of course. Um, and, and like the thing is, like I think like not at a certain time, but those like those were halogen bulbs. Yeah. And so they were on like heat sensors. Yeah. So every now and then you'd be like going underneath the pop. And it wouldn't pop, but it would like turn off. They yeah. were on heat sensors. And um and yeah, you said they'd be like superpower. Yeah. And like because they all came on at the same yeah. roughly the same time, as you're going down the street, like three or four would turn off and you were just like I'm a, yeah, I'm assuming that she was like just, just like hands. around I when I nearly got what, struck by lightning once. Did you? Yeah. <clears throat> that was not cool, bruh. No, I was running between the manor and the other in our house. And when I say I nearly got struck by lightning, I was literally—I mean, you—you sh- you screamed because you thought like you screamed. I remember because like it was one of those things where, like, it was probably like fifty feet away from me. Yeah. But like the bolt of lightning looked like it was like four feet wide. Yeah. And it just like it struck the. They earth tend like, to. They tend to not be that wide. No, but when you're stood, I was like, like right next to it. Honestly, yeah. it was right next to me, and I was out. That's ne- pretty oh, epic. It behavior. was. It hit like the wildflower garden while wow. she was on the path. Yeah. By the by the. It was count. feet from me. It was pretty. It was explosive. Was it like a stunt? Was it like like did it smell like like did you get like the carbon smell? Every... Got the carbon smell. Like hair was up on our arm. That's wild. Like you can feel like the charge. It was really very cool. very. And I was in the house. Like, yeah. I felt and the charge. Just I was. Ah! <laughs> I was really freaked. Okay. Um, in Virginia, ah! sixty six people die a year to lightning strikes, which isn't very high. That's tied with twenty sixth place with Kansas. You say sixty six or six point six? Sixty six. Okay. Six point six people die a year. No, 66 people. Um, after his initial strike in 1942, he wasn't struck by lightning again for another 27 years. Um, and then, unfortunately, he was killed by a self-inflicted gunshot wound uh, on oh. September 28th, 1983. So he didn't even die from the... And people theorize that it was, like, chronic depression from being the life, from being struck by lightning sometimes. sometimes. But he still holds the record okay, for... Well, I'm sure I find he's... that really, like, weird with the Guinness Book of World Records where it is, like... It's like feats of like strength and power, and then it is just like things that happen to you. Well, that's, yeah, that's exactly what a world record is, though. Okay, on a different note, what a horrible way to end this episode! Yep, thanks, Ads. You're welcome. So thanks fun. for 50 episodes. Woo! Um, uh, here's to 50 more. Yep, um, and we'll be back next week. With we've actually we were going to we said we'd do something, we're going to do supernatural crime. Yeah, my on next week's episode is it like we're we gonna start doing every like fourth episode I'm in, or is this is this it? Is it now like I don't get to be in an episode for another four for another for another fifty episodes? Okay. You can't be in it again uh, until the next. And week then, out. well, no, because you're gonna do the gardening one in a couple of. Oh weeks, yeah, we're so doing a gardening do. episode. Okay. Because um, I want to do uh, a capability. I'll do plant finders of the Edwardian era. Didn't we do that? We did plant hunters. Anyway. We literally just talked about it. <laughs> we did just talk. <laughs> Um, um, but thanks for listening for 50 episodes. Yeah, we really uh, I've had appreciate a really, it. I've had a really fun year doing this. Yeah, um, me too. We hope that this episode wasn't too weird because yeah. it was. And a if anything's if anything's piqued your interest, go back and listen to it. Yeah, and let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, if you guys send us some suggestions, we'll do another fan favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all uh, right. Thanks, guys. Talk Bye-bye. to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.